Hi, this is Claire in The Art of Life and this is a a podcast around the move from mainstream into the decentralised world. Um, I got really excited yesterday sitting down with a WikiHow instruction page and setting up my first ever HTML code outline of the front page that already exists on my WordPress. Um, kind of reached a, a sticking point in a lot of my mainstream connections and subscriptions and ways of going about business in the world because ultimately they're they're not aligned with my organic way of living and they're not aligned with the ethics that I very strongly feel about and live in every area of my life. And although it's very easy to just have a web page online, pay a subscription once a year, um, obey by their censorship rules and, and guidelines and so on, but ultimately there is a point where it it isn't right anymore. It isn't good. It doesn't fit anymore. And that was this year when I <laughs> um, got to a point where um, they're asking for a subscription again. And I'm thinking, you know, what am I actually paying for here? You know, what am I paying for? You know, could I simplify this all and have a, a less expensive subscription? I did that and got the half price subscription and simplified a few pages but then found that, you know, I've I've gathered up all these piles and piles of documents and podcasts and and pictures in the media files section of my website and um, I've got over the limit for the lower price subscription. So I can't put any more new pictures on the site. And of course, the the whole subscription idea to a mainstream uh, website hosting and and formatted website structure that you just press you know press to add a file press to add a a picture press to add text it's it's really comfortable it's really easy to do that until it isn't easy anymore until it doesn't fit anymore it's convenient but um it doesn't fit with me not earning sometimes or me wanting to do things in gift it it only works if I want to just keep senselessly piling more and more images and files and content in and in and in and keep building it and building it um, and pay them for the privilege. And this is the important thing. I've been really, really shifting my view around, like, what am I actually paying for? What are my benefits and privileges? I've had invaluable training through uh, solutions empowerment and the common law court and various other discussion groups the brave new life community um the new and ancient story community but ultimately i've got more and more into awareness about how unique our journey is in this and how that uniqueness needs to be reflected in the systems that we're using um and and if the system is persistently pushing us into um striving and pushing and paying more and paying more 
then it doesn't kind of sit right with everything else unless it's a, a good free flow like I just now I don't have a a big flow of fiat currency into my life and I want to align with that I don't want to um feel burdened by that because it, it means I'm locked out of mainstream if it means I'm gravitating away from mainstream then I want it to I want to gravitate towards something that actually enriches me for my efforts rather than <laughs> penalizing me for them um which is essentially and this this is the great difference like I'm saying in the header of this podcast am I paying the corporation or are we supporting all of us you know there's a huge difference between my money going into a corporation and having automated bots advising me on my banking or my website design and being an active part of a living community on a decentralized platform where we are all in it together, literally all in it together, and somebody will always come up to help. Somebody will always be there to help, always, because there's enough of us, because we're all genius humans, and because we're all willing and loving and, and able to, to pop up and help. Um, I know that mainstream social media kind of very patronizingly pertains to be that and then patently is not and, and lets everybody down hugely in that realm in terms of really creating community um so in my adventure i can only say what i've done really but in my av adventure of leaving mainstream I have found more and more and more connection with more and more like-minded people. And even the casual connections of popping in and out occasionally and having a wee private chat here and there and supporting others who are coming in and inviting friends in and like all of it's building to something just profoundly more meaningful and more felt. And that, that's the important thing for me, something more felt. And the other side of it, like this spectrum of newness, of differentness about being in the decentralised world, is that I'm not censored. And instead of being penalised or having to pay for what I'm doing, I am paid. It doesn't mean that I don't pay in turn. Like my my credit in there, my tokens, my amount of money in the wallet is directly proportional to how much I'm helping and sharing and contributing and communing with others and how much people upvote me for for my participation so it's based on a profoundly different thing than artificial algorithms which are inherently about profiting more from people rather than supporting the community to grow organically and be self-empowered and create its own energy. Um, so with that difference, or all of those differences in mind, um, I've been having a, a very beautiful um, exploration of all the different platforms and of even the possibility of stepping into the, the third web, um, the alternative, the very alternative web. 
and um, the IPFS, Interplanetary File System. I'm just starting to explore these areas. Um, and I'm starting to get the sense of, actually, I don't need to be dependent on any corporation or any organisation that is al aligned with the pharmaceutical agenda, which is essentially the medicalization of life and the disruption of human divinity um, from its true purpose. So um, I'm going to speak about a couple of the, the um, platforms that I've been working with and that are um, actually paying me ultimately for my efforts and my involvement. I know that one of the really big sticking points about people leaving mainstream is this apathy and this sort of deadness. I'm, I'm going to say what it is, this deadness about, oh, but it's just nice to be automated. It's nice to have it done for you. It's nice to not have to think about code or alternative currencies or how to swap an alternative currency into Bitcoin and then into euros. But really the the small effort that it involves to learn about these things, and it is a small effort, it, it can it can get infinitely complicated, but like with everything, you just go to the who's talking about it in an ABC kind of a way or in a one, two, three, four kind of a way, or who's just talking about their own experience, and you just absorb it and you just figure it out. Like it, it looks really complicated in the first viewing. It looks fractionally less complicated on the second viewing you don't have to understand it to participate in it it's just the more that you invest in the more that I've invested in understanding it the more I can use it it's like I've had lots of tools that um, I've used in a fairly um, analog kind of a way a fairly uh, primitive way like they're complicated tools like Microsoft Publisher and like GIMP uh, alternative uh, image manipulation tool. I'm I'm using them without understanding fully how they are, and I'm learning a new button each time I use them. <laughs> and yeah, I have moved away from Microsoft and Google and much more into. Things like Apache, OpenOffice, GIMP, like I mentioned, um, GNU, uh, image mapping, something. <laughs> um, the the alternative tools seem profoundly uh, more enriched for something that is essentially free, uh, like free flowing, free, open, in terms of you using it. And it's also, there are also things that are enriched by our using them, enriched by our sharing them with other people um, and enriching a collective vision of technology, freeing us rather than um, enslaving us. And again, the whole, the whole drive towards passes and passes being connected to your medical history and coercion into taking medication that you're you don't even know what it is I mean the idea that that's somehow technology and medicine liberating us and healing us 
what the actual fuck is that? I mean, really? <laughs> so I get very excited when I find a new <clears throat> platform or tool or operating system and a new way of working with systems together because I know I'm moving moving out of being dependent and disempowered and into being connected and freed and it is liberating to not be in a conventional wage and striving for a conventional wage that takes all my vital force and all my energy and just to get some coins that I then have to spend to compensate for the fact that I'm not free. So the spending of the coin that I've earned. I have to get my shopping therapy or my gadgets or my subscriptions so that I can hardcore relax when I'm relaxing, you know, or I can go on a holiday once a year and intensely relax on a beach somewhere, or I can buy myself clothes to to make myself feel more rich, more enriched, instead of my actually <clears throat> having that freedom to relax on the beach whenever I want to and to dress in a way that expresses whatever is inside me, not just my status in the hierarchy and my ability to find the nutrition that I need, which is pretty much all around us even if you're not living in the the Eden of South Italy um, nevertheless there are always ways uh, to study some permaculture there are always ways of thriving and growing vast amounts of of goodies for oneself um, even if you're just making a bean sprout farm or a worm farm in your own house even with low amounts of sunlight um, there are ways of of getting high quality, live, living protein and vitamins and all that good shit that I can't even remember the names of. But, you know, living stuff <laughs> that, that is not out of a tin or a packet and not coated in plastic and sprayed and fucked over um, just so that we can, just so that we can have the convenience of not very conveniently, working our backsides off to get coin to drive in an expensive car using lots of petrol to a huge supermarket somewhere and put loads of superfluous packaging into our car and drive home again. That's not convenience. It's really not convenience. Convenience is walking out your door and picking nuts up off the ground and making a nut butter like I did this week. And I'm not saying that to be superior. I'm saying that's convenience you know that's closer to me than the shop and the shop doesn't sell organic walnut butter so the highest form of protein rather than buying a sausage or an expensive bit of meat somewhere the highest form of protein I can get is a nut protein and the the convenience is in has been earned through my sweat equity, which is my vital force, which is my spiritual truth. And if that's all aligned, then the thing comes to me. It's decentralised because it's coming to me immediately. 
and it's coming to me through my own will and my own effort and it doesn't feel like an effort I might have got a wee bit of a sore back sitting for six hours and <laughs> I might have got irate with the walnuts for a while so similarly the stuff that's online it, like it takes effort it takes mental effort it takes learning but the freedom and the freedom of expression the freedom of connection and the flow of connection that comes through that is profoundly different to being in any Facebook group or on a Twitter feed of somebody well-known or all that stuff. And certainly more, more so than passively getting my news off the internet, eh, sorry, off the TV, mainstream news, TV news. Um, so I've been uh, really flourishing on hive.blog and I'm going to put some links below this podcast um, to support you to go and look at some of these places. Um, I, I joined hive.blog when it was steam it before it forked and the for all the confusion of like steam it forking into hive and hive being different from steam it but the same and like a mirror of it um the ethos and the energy of being with other folk who are more aligned with nature and choosing to do something with their collective reality is profoundly inspiring and it's like multiple level inspiring in uh, stimulating warming um, it gives me nutriment on an energetic nutriment that I can then share abundantly because I'm connected I'm not stuck at home thinking about how disconnected I am I'm easily able to pass on what I know what I love um, what's beautiful, what wisdom I've learned today about making nut butters and, and so on. Um, where even, th- even though I was doing that on mainstream social media, I was getting less and less visible all the time and then getting profoundly um, censored. Um, when you really know about what's going on with censorship, it's, it's really incredible what's actually being censored. Most people who, who are still in mainstream assume that if you're being censored, it is ultimately it is for some reason that you're being a bit naughty or bad or distasteful even. But censorship is not that at all. That is not what is happening with censorship nowadays. Um, censorship is built into the system. It's uh, like the whole cancel culture, the whole ability of somebody who disapproves of somebody else's opinion, which mostly the mainstream is this tightening and tightening locked room of very prejudiced people who think that everybody should be like them and the the people outside that little hub should be forced to behave like them because their way is superior it's not happier it's not healthier it's not more abundant but they have a certain amount of control over the world And that control, they want to be extended out to all the natural people of the world, all the free people of the world, the indigenous people of the world, 
And that has been happening. That has been happening through the medical agenda. And yeah, without going too much into that, the what the antidote to this is the decentralized world where even if even if the decentralized world is ultimately uh even if it were ultimately a conspiracy by the CIA that's ultimately doing the same thing as the mainstream, the the heart and the minds of the people are connected through the de- decentralized world in a way that the the hearts and minds can't be connected in the same way, can't come together in the same way through gateways like Facebook and so on that are so full of distraction and so about consuming, just consuming without stopping, consuming without taking a breather and and pushing and pulling. So stepping into a space where, first of all, there isn't the agitation of, of, of advertising and then there's the the welcoming and the, the, the support of rather than algorithms hiding us, rather than keywords being picked up in our text and us getting booted off or our, our account getting shut down, <laughs> we're actually rewarded, like literally rewarded with coin at the end of a, a process, but rewarded with upvotes and supported for having radical views. Radical meaning rooted, meaning healthy and natural and of the earth. So a lot of us who've lived out in the edges of life in the last half century, it has been a really lonely thing and it has been really hard to strive alone against this seemingly impossible to stop tsunami of of new controls and new interferences in life. But I feel very differently now, two years down the line since the the whole PLA endemic rolled out, where that tsunami doesn't exist anymore if anything there's a tsunami of consciousness <laughs> bearing down on me and I'm like welcoming it with open arms and absorbing it and rooting it and um letting it cleanse my whole being um and that's because I'm being supported by a bunch of people all around the world and I'm able to see people all the way all the way around the world I'm able to meet with people and see people and be connected with them paint with them discuss foods and health with them, help make the connections between us and the immediate world around us and the nutriment that's coming into our body and our vital force and support each other to to do that better, which like there isn't nothing more important like that than that. And listening and teaching each other through decentralized ways like foraging and sharing things that we've grown ourselves that we have excess of with neighbors and so on um which is very different from um being in a mainstream social media group discussing um health hacks from your organic supermarket in the city um 
it's not that there's even a polemic between these two things. I'm just showing like the black and white of it just to to simplify the thing, to give it a bit of a, a reference that I know for myself I felt really stuck in the mainstream and afraid of of there being no alternative and, and depending on these corporations to keep me in touch with the world. Whereas um, the more I've got connected with my immediate environment, with neighbours, with the community, with just being fully, fully present, you know, not being distracted, not looking at my phone when I'm in the bar or not um, being in a rush to be somewhere, always having time to stop and chat to the wee dog or the old lady or the, the butcher or the folks in the shop and discuss what we're going to cook with the things that we're buying and so on. Um, as I've got more connected with the community, I've got more connected with the gardens. And that I don't have a garden. I've got a tiny little um, sort of street garden bed that I, I managed to scavenge for <laughs> a, a little tiny set of section um, of the street and turn it into a bed, a raised bed, and around the lemon tree that was there before. A lemon tree and a pile of rubble that existed before. But even that in itself, growing herbs there, connects me. Even the fact that my neighbours recently poisoned my plants, poisoned a corner that destroyed about a thousand euros worth of plants. But even that in itself has connected me because I've talked about it with other folk and we've ended up having a, a whole discussion about plants and people have gifted me other plants. Um, people have helped advise me how to clean the soil. Um, I've gone through a process of cleaning the soil. Um, I've in turn helped them with their gardens. I've helped clear weeds. I've helped keep the plants watered in the summer. Um, there's a symbiotic. There's It's not a transactional. Um, I get to use their garden and take the, take the fruit from it because I'm doing work on it. It's not that division of labour kind of thing. It's just a symbiotic me pottering down there at one point them gifting me a lavender plant, me helping pick the grapes because otherwise they're going to fall into a big mushy mess because that guy isn't able to come up and harvest them. Um, yeah, lots of lots of interweaving and gorilla planting and uh, foraging and crashing about in the jungle, seeing what we can find and getting fallen branches for um, firewood and all that lovely messy stuff that is completely out with any agency, completely out with payment or coin or dependence or contract or or such like. And because I'm living that life here in this community that I live in, in this house that I live in, these gardens that are below my house that don't belong to me, any of them, but I, I'm very involved in lots of them, <laughs> um, because of that, I'm able to very much more clearly see what kind of platforms I want to be on and what kind of tech how I want technology to support me in my life <clears throat> rather than just assuming that I am obligated to be on this this and this platform because they are the most popular ones if you go and do the maths you'll find that they're actually not the most popular ones <clears throat> at all and that actually uh, people on some of the alternative uh, 
video news channels like BitChute and um, 3Speak and so on are getting enormous amounts of views, especially things like BitChute and um, what's the other one? Um, oh, I should have written a list of these. Please excuse me that I'll, I'll put some links below. Um, uh, library at LBRY and the other guys. But like myself, for myself, I ha I've gone and just researched. I've looked up like decentralised podcast platform and I've gone and seen what there is. I've looked up create a non-mainstream website or create decentralised website and I've gone and followed the, the crumbs, followed the trail and I've found incredible things. I've found incredible platforms and also lots of things that are just on the cusp of being invented all around the fact that vast, vast numbers of us, huge numbers, like millions and high quality people <laughs> who are intelligent and can think for themselves and are creating and um, communing and sharing and teaching and inspiring others we're the ones that they're throwing off the mainstream, all these ingenious people who are then going away and creating better world, a completely different and better world because out of necessity, but also because it's really unpleasant being a free thinking, free person in the mainstream right now. Like it's just not even, it's not even nice. Um, so, so, yeah, I've just got very excited this week to reignite a, a childhood passion. I was just telling some friends today, I, I got into computers really young because we happened to have the teacher at our school, in primary school, Corrie Primary, on the Isle of Arran in Scotland. The, the teacher uh, had a, I think he was unemployed husband who was really into computers when computers weren't joined up to the internet yet and when when the whole thing um hadn't kicked off yet and he was teaching us about computers at really at about the age of eight or nine didn't have any computers in high school or art school or the years after art school or anything but I did have um this intensive education for a few years at the end of my primary school um, and got really into coding, writing programs, playing games and so on, just when it was so basic, like so, so basic. But I absolutely freaking loved it. I loved the maths of it. I loved being able to create something in technology and the potential of that, like what, what that could have been turned into, creating moving images on a screen and so on so oh my goodness it was so exciting for me and then it was just all cut not I didn't see a single computer until you know that was in the, the late 80s yeah late 85 I went to high school um no that was the early 80s that I was into computers and I actually learned about computers and then I didn't see a computer again until 1999 <laughs> when I finally learned how to do hotmail um with a friend showing me on the village shop computer in Fintorn up in the north of Scotland. So just to just to come back full circle to writing code, 
I went onto WikiHow and was like, did my first complete page and was so excited by it because I realised I don't have to pay a massive subscription to have a professional website um, with the ease of the beep and the boop, you know, the ease of the pressing of the buttons and so on. I can have a completely designed from scratch website by myself and then just have to find someone to host it and I can choose the hosting according to the decentralized world I don't have to put my podcast on the mainstream guys and I can't do it anymore anyway because I'm at this like loggerheads or whatever it's called like bumping heads with them where they just want more and more money all the time and what am I paying for the privilege of paying the money you know so um, the excitement of, of being slowly, slowly turning the life and the ship and the direction of life into the here and now, into the abundance of the here and now and the freedom of the here and now and the autonomy uh, in terms of not being beholden to a master, not being beholden to a master who doesn't essentially want anything other than to take our coin and harvest our coin actually <laughs> suck it up with a big hoover um so there have been various great successes that i've had since i joined hive.blog and one of the, the greatest of them is that moment where I, I took my card and put it into the bankomat here and got out some drew out some money, which ultimately came from upvotes for posts that I'd made, that if I'd made them on Facebook and so on, I would be just shouting into the ether <laughs> and getting very little feedback about it. Um, and certainly not getting rewarded, if anything, getting penalised or or taxed for it, for giving them my information and my post and also for for my data being harvested by them. So, yeah, um, I mean, I'm not making this post, this podcast as a means of, of pulling people into a different world. I, I, I really feel that I'm trying to, or, or endeavouring to simply share what is, that in the mainstream it's easy to hold the view that it would be really difficult out there. Like we've been made to think like sheep, that we need a pen around us and we need a shepherd and they have to show us where the meadow is and it's too dangerous at night, we have to be put inside a, a corral um, to keep us safe and there's it's all wolves and bears out there and it would on our own we'd get it would be brutal we could never survive on our own but really it's kind of the opposite is that the the huge luscious meadow with all the food growing in it and all the beauty of it is sitting there for us right in the here and now it's actually in the here and now but it does take a bit of shifting like deconstructing of the of the walls and the shepherd and the the projections of wolves and dangerous animals that are going to eat us in the night, and um, it it does take a, a lot to 
to sort of calm that paranoia and that fear that outside the mainstream everything will be gnarly and difficult and strenuous it's really the opposite because everything is gnarly and strenuous and distasteful and distracting and exhausting being in the mainstream it's all about hustle and consuming and taking what you're given and and it being dressed up in the illusion of you have infinite choice and when you have money you can choose anything you want can you choose to walk outside your house and pick up hazel hazelnuts or walnuts off the ground for free can you choose that would you choose that if you were would you sit for six hours and shell them and feel spiritually fulfilled by it would you enjoy a a nut butter in the same way would it have the same effect on your body mind and spirit the fact of being connected with a nut tree and being called by the nut tree down like I hear a pull in my energetic body that says it's time to come and get the nuts and I'm like okay and I come down with my basket and I fill the basket with nuts like fill it with walnuts organic walnuts locally sourced (laughs) like within a walnut's throw of my window um this massive massive walnut tree there's actually three or four walnut trees down below now following a windy day just at the right time where it's like the nuts are calling the nuts are calling they're calling in a way that reminds me of a, a friend telling me years ago that when she went by the the park in in forest near Fintorn, the mushrooms were calling me and I was saying no 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 I don't want to take magic mushrooms but they were calling me and telling me to come to them and I was saying no 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 you naughty mushrooms I'm not coming to you <laughs> but in this way um it's a really, really amazing thing to complete the mystical cycle of listening to the plants calling you. Um, you know, they're not my plants, but I've taken care of them. Like the nut tree, I took care of it. I took, when nobody was caring for the gardens, I took the ivy off it. And it, there was a lot of ivy on it, like really thick ivy. And it was a lot of work to get it off. And I did that a couple of times over the, the first decade I lived in this house. And I did it to serve the tree. So the tree, you know, it's a long-term investment. <laughs> but I have eaten a lot of walnuts from that tree. And because of the connection, because I've loved the tree and taken care of it, it's calling me, it does call me down. You know, the tree or the nuts call, are calling me and I feel a kind of tug, just a tug or like a, a spontaneous good feeling about just going down to the garden with my basket. Okay, so I go down. And I get down to the the nuts and I I realise there's a lot more than I thought there were. And then I ended up in a wee traversing all the gardens and going up through three or four different gardens that are mostly abandoned. Certainly the people are not coming to pick their walnuts right now. And I pick up just a light pick, you know, just pick up as many walnuts that are easily visible and obviously dry and um, obviously full. They haven't been lying there for a long time. They've been windy and dry, so... There's a lot of fruit on the ground, a lot of things on the ground that can be picked up. Um, and yeah, the shelling of them, if I was really rich, I would go and buy, you know, I'd have to hunt it down online and get it sent from America or something. Organic, locally sourced, <laughs> bullshit. How can it be locally sourced if it's like, what am I talking about? You know, I'm trying to just create an image of, you know, something you would find in a delicatessen. If I lived in a city, I would go to a delicatessen and I would get like the most expensive 
high quality protein I could find, which if I was lucky, I might get walnut butter, but I'm not sure it would be so hard to track down. I, so easy to track down. And if it were available, it would be very expensive, you know, very expensive. Um, but of course, I'm not measuring it like that. My measurement is my connection with the tree and that's priceless. It's immeasurable. Um, and the beauty of sitting for a whole day, meditating on doing something natural and repetitive of cracking nuts, finding the, the ultimate way of cracking it that gets the most of the nut out without it getting stuck up the top like that and using a, a needle de-threader to uh, a, a stitch picker, a little metal tool to poke the last of the nut out of it. Um, you know, finding, really in, getting to know intimately to know the nut and enjoying it, you know, enjoying the profound connection that I have with the tree, with the nuts, with the food, that when I eat it, when I made the nut butter with my beautiful Norwalk juicing machine, um, put it through the filter and got it out the bottom in a little sort of wormy grub shapes and then stirred in a bit of salt and a bit of um, uh, sesame oil just to make it more buttery, to make it sit together as a butter. Oh my goodness, the thing was incredible, the incredible, the nature of the thing that I've got in this jar is infinitely different to any organic peanut butter I can get shipped in from Germany or whatever, just the, the fact of I'm making it with a mechanised machine, yeah, but I'm making it through my connection with the tree and through completing a circle of the tree giving me nutriment. I mean, the tingling deliciousness, the deliciousness, first of all, of the thing, I had it on white bread with butter, nut butter and apricot jam that a dear friend made for me. The taste of that was just otherworldly, literally otherworldly, in the same way that writing my code was otherworldly. It's mystical, writing code and seeing it up on a page in front of me on a screen that I wrote the code of that. It's all to the left and it's not exactly how I want it, but it's freaking powerful. Like I am knowing, I'm understanding how to write code so I can design my website, so I can find a decentralised platform to host it or whatever the thing is, but I'm not dependent on that, the system, the corporation, and I'm not paying them for it with my sweat equity. My sweat equity is going into the beauty of the perfection of that nut butter and into writing code and into actually using my brain rather than not using my brain and rather than thinking that there is no other way, that this is the way we have to do it. It's not very pleasant, but we have to do it this way and we have to be dependent on these organisations that are wreaking havoc in the world, not least with our brains and our spirit and our energy and our relationship with our immediate environment. So, yeah, the tingly sense that I got when I ate another sandwich yesterday, oh my goodness, oh, so beautiful with rocket that was picked down in the gardens. A um, little bit of thin slice of turkey and little cherry tomatoes that I also grew myself. Flipping heck, the 
the nut butter and the, the bread that's made locally. The whole thing, like, in another world, I would have um, bought all of these ingredients at an organic store, a whole food store in Edinburgh, and I would have taken them home to my flat in the city and I would have been really, like, a sense of achievement about that, about doing the right thing and being organic and so on. But the, the difference in making the butter myself and having picked, you know, got, I also got called by the rocket plants down, it's time to come and pick us and go down and they've all like survived the winter drought, the summer drought, and they've turned out to be the most amazing, beautiful, big, green, bright leaves, um, abundantly growing there for free. Uh, again, remember, like just all of this is free. And when we're in the mainstream and we think that we're free because we're buying stuff, I have to say like the, that where do we get our money from to buy the stuff? Are we truly aligned and loving what we're doing? Does it enliven us and make us feel like we're having a really fucking amazing time on planet Earth right now? Or does it make us feel like we're striving and striving just to get the coin, to get the thing? And then we're enjoying it. Yeah, we are. It's like, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's tasty. It's good. It's organic. But what about, what did we have to do to get there? And this is the thing about the, like being on Hive.blog rather than Facebook or Twitter uh, or Instagram and being on an alternative video service like 3Speak or BitChute instead of um, YouTube and participating in these cycles and circles and energetic, growing energy, sharing information, actual connectedness rather than being dictated to and having the aperture that I'm getting of life get smaller and smaller and smaller, the my aperture of life is blowing open enormously. And the thing is about, you know, like when we're very cultured and living in the city, I know myself, I felt that being isolated in the country, being having too simple a life would be diminishing in some way. But the difference between that projection, that limiting projection and the reality of being divinely aligned with <laughs> kittens and big organic house and um, the elements and plants and trees and the, the tingles in my whole being that I get from eating the nut butter. Um, it's very, very hard to transmit that, but I, I'm trying to transmit this here to anyone who's thinking that it'll be too hard or it's too much like striving it's effort but it's effortless and that's that's the huge difference and I know it's easy for me to say in this moment having done all the work to get here um but I just want to offer that it's really worth the journey it's really worth stepping out it's really worth making the effort to be more autonomous and making the effort to be more free in whatever that um, involves, whatever it takes, wherever we are in the world, to see how the world is growing around us and how human other human beings are flourishing and to support them in doing that, like to welcome them and support them in doing that. Um, so, yeah, today I'm away down to uh, refine my very first ever homemade, handmade um, web page 
and to uh, figure out if I can get this podcast up onto libertas.network, Libertas Fox. It's in its beta and it's a, a very different decentralised podcasting platform. So see you on the other side, <laughs> the happy side of the river. Um, so much love. Uh, do support my work if you enjoy this podcast. Do come and join me on Patreon. I'd love to have you there. Um, do come and join me on hive.blog and come and upvote my, my posts there if you like that. If you're interested in any of the things I've mentioned too, just drop me a line and, and ask me about them if you want to, me to elaborate further. I hope this is useful. I hope it serves you. I hope it brings you energy and inspires you. And um, yeah, finally, I'm, I'm going to do a, a double session this month for um, the first of the month, not this month, but next month actually, the first of the month when I do a live painting session, I'm going to do a morning one and an evening one I always do one every month on the first of the month at 4pm Rome time. And I also want to extend this to uh, everyone who's who might be in different time zones. That isn't convenient for that. I'll be doing one earlier in the day as well, maybe around nine or ten o'clock in the morning. Um, I'll, I'll see. I might even do it earlier if there's folk who really need it to be earlier. Again, let me know about that. Drop me a line and we'll we'll see what we can figure out together. Um, very excited about that too. We had an amazing session the last time, and I'm really looking forward to meeting up with you all to paint again. Ah, just beautiful, beautiful exchanges and energy building. So much love to you. Um, be well. Um, blessings on your move into life. Ciao.